0: The Spirit and the church cry out. All those who await his appearance pray. The whole creation pleads. O oh Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, come into the world to be our Savior. We pray that you send your Holy Spirit upon us in these days. Help us to take time to reflect upon the mystery of your coming into our flesh so that you might be our brother and our Savior by your perfect obedience to the commands of God by your suffering in our place upon the cross, by your resurrection and ascension to the right hand of your Father. We pray that in the days that are ahead, as we move from Advent to Christmas, your Holy Spirit would greatly enrich our life with you and with your Father until the day comes when we see you face to face in heaven above. We pray that you would intercede for us and enable our words as we pray in the words you have taught us. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen.
1: A reading from the book of Genesis. Now the serpent was more crafty than any other beast of the field that the Lord God had made. He said to the woman, Did God actually say, You shall not eat of any tree in the garden? And the woman said to the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the trees in the garden, but God said, You shall not eat of the fruit of the tree that is in the midst of the garden, neither shall you touch it, lest you die. But the serpent said to the woman, You will not surely die, for God knows that when you eat of it, your eyes will be opened and you will be like God and he ate. Then the eyes of both were opened, and they knew that they were naked, and they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves loincloths. And they heard the sound of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And the man and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God among the trees of the garden. But the Lord God called to the man and said to him, where are you? And he said, I heard the sound of you in the garden and I was afraid because I was naked and I hid myself. He said, Who told you that you were naked? Have you eaten of the tree of which I commanded you not to eat? The man said, The woman whom you gave to be with me, she gave me fruit of the tree, and I ate. Then the Lord God said to the woman, what is this that you have done? The woman said, the serpent deceived me and I ate. The Lord God said to the serpent, because you have done this, cursed are you above all livestock and above all beasts of the field. On your belly you shall go, and dust you shall eat all the days of your life. I will put enmity between you and the woman and between your offspring and her offspring. He shall bruise your head, and you shall bruise his heel. To the woman he said, "'I will surely multiply your pain in childbearing. "'In pain you shall bring forth children. "'Your desire shall be for your husband, "'and he shall rule over you.' "'And to Adam he said, "'Because you have listened to the voice of your wife "'and have eaten of the tree of which I commanded you, you shall not eat of it. Cursed is the ground because of you. In pain you shall eat of it all the days of your life. Thorns and thistles it shall bring forth for you. And you shall eat the plants of the field. By the sweat of your face you shall eat bread till you return to the ground, for out of it you were taken. For you are dust, and to dust you shall return. The man called his wife's name Eve, because she was the mother of all living. And the Lord God made for Adam and for his wife garments of skins, and clothed them. Then the Lord God said, Behold, the man has become like one of us in knowing good and evil. Now, lest he reach out his hand and take also of the tree of life and eat and live forever, Therefore the Lord God sent him out of the Garden of Eden to work the ground from which he was taken. He drove out the man, and at the east of the Garden of Eden he placed the cherubim and a flaming sword that turned every way to guard the way to the tree of life.
2: Reading from Isaiah. Comfort, comfort my people, says your God. Speak tenderly to Jerusalem and cry to her that her warfare is ended, that her iniquity is pardoned, that she has received from the Lord's hand double for all her sins. A voice cries. In the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord. Make straight in the desert a highway for our God. Every valley shall be lifted up, and every mountain and hill shall be made low. The uneven ground shall become level, and the rough places a plain. And the glory of the Lord shall be revealed, and all flesh shall see it together for the mouth of the Lord has spoken. A voice says, cry. And I said, what shall I cry? All flesh is grass and all its beauty is like the flower of the field. The grass withers, the flower fades when the breath of the Lord blows on it. Surely the people are grass. The grass withers, the flower fades, but the word of our God will stand forever. Get you up to a high mountain, O Zion, herald of good news. Lift up your voice with strength, O Jerusalem, herald of good news. Lift it up, fear not. Say to the cities of Judah, Behold your God.
0: We seem to be a reader short. So from Isaiah chapter 9, verses 2 through 7. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who dwelt in a land of deep darkness, on them has light shined. And every garment rolled in blood will be burned as fuel for the fire. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and of peace, there will be no end on the throne of David and over his kingdom to establish it and to uphold it with justice and with righteousness from this time forth and forevermore. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will do this. This is the word of the Lord.
3: A reading from Luke. In those days a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration when Canerius was governor of Syria and all went to be registered each to his own town and Joseph also went up from Galilee from the town of Nazareth to Judea the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be registered with Mary, his betrothed, who was with child. And while they were there, the time came for her to give birth. And she gave birth to her firstborn son, and wrapped him in swaddling clothes, and laid him in a manger, because there was no place for them in the inn. This is the word of the Lord.
4: A reading from the Gospel according to St. Luke. And in that same region there were shepherds out in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were filled with fear. And the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people, But Mary treasured up all these things, pondering them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen as it had been told them. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
0: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. St. Luke chapter 2, verse 19. Dr. Molly Marshall is the president of the Central Missouri Baptist Seminary. Located in Shawnee, Wisconsin. Shawnee, Wisconsin. Excuse me. No, excuse me again. Shawnee, Missouri. Not Shawnee, Wisconsin. Shawnee, Missouri. And that's basically irrelevant to the beginning of the sermon. What counts is that uh, the week before last, uh, Dr. Molly Marshall gave the devotions for our meeting of the uh, seminary presidents of the Association of Theological Schools. And Molly began one of her devotions by standing in front of the group and flashing a wide, warm smile and saying, I was never asked to play the role of Mary in the children's Christmas pageant. And after the group uh, laughed. She said the reason was because I could not keep still for very long. And the Virgin Mary kept all these things and pondered them quietly, stillly in her heart. We are making the move from Advent to Christmas. And that is a move for us from busyness to stillness. It was a move for the Blessed Virgin from busyness to stillness. She had made the trip from Nazareth to Jerusalem to Bethlehem. She had given birth To a child, the Savior of the world. She had received all the visitors who came to worship the newborn king. And then as things settled down, she took advantage of the stillness. Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. So also, uh, you and I are making the move from Advent to Christmas, from busyness to stillness. Our society has laid on us the duty of being busy. Decorations, shopping, parties, and the church has glammed onto that by telling us we need to spend more time and energy preparing for the holy season that is upon us. So between the society and our institutional church, the motto has been, don't just sit there, do something. But this is soon to pass. As we shift from Advent busyness, be it cultural or for the church, and move into Christmas stillness, Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. And so when the 25th of December comes, not any too late. The theme will become, don't just do something, sit there. Sit there as Mary did and ponder all that has come upon us. The prophet Isaiah says, the 30th chapter, the 15th verse, In repentance and rest is thy salvation, in quietness and confidence is thy strength. For me personally, one of the uh, ways by which I sit with Mary and sit with the church in stillness before God is to sit before the Christmas tree. A very formative experience in my own life was being a child growing up in the early 50s in the suburb of Chicago. And our church at that time was an old frame church. You can picture it very well a white frame church that had a balcony all the way around the building. And on some Sunday in December, I don't remember what Sunday it would have been, but the adults knew exactly what Sunday it was to be. We would come to church, little Dale in the toe of Art and Norma, and we'd walk into the church, and lo and behold, the Christmas trees had been put up. And they were big Christmas trees, even by adult standards. And for a little child, five, seven years old, whatever I was, they were even bigger. They certainly were bigger than these artificial trees that the fire marshal permits us to have. Those real trees were high, and they reached all the way up to those balconies that were reaching around that old white wooden frame church. And I couldn't articulate it at the time, but I know that it made a profound effect upon me because I knew that there is something going on at this time when the adults, the big people, put up these great Christmas trees. Something so great, so important, that even the adults, with all their busyness and their worries, stop to do that. And it was a mystery to me in the early 50s, and it is even more of a mystery to me now, to sit and watch the Christmas tree, and to remember what St. Paul says, writing to Timothy, that without controversy, great, great is the mystery of godliness. He was manifest in the flesh. And I don't have those thoughts too much during Advent because it is such a busy time with society and the duties of the institutional church. But we are making the move from Advent into Christmas. And come the 25th, both institutional church and society will back off from their busy demands upon us. And you and I will be able to sit. And then we will experience, as we have experienced it before, and we need to experience again and again at this time of year, what Molly Marshall, the president of that seminary, in Shawnee, not Shawnee, what she learned as she grew up, that even though it is hard for us to be still and play the part of Mary, that we learn how to do that, as life wears us down, and we appreciate the mystery of this time. How silently, how silently, the wondrous gift is given. And so God imparts to human hearts the blessing of his heaven. No ear can hear his coming, but in this world of sin, where meek souls will receive him still, the dear Christ enters in. Amen. Please stand for the blessing. Open wide, O Lord, the gates of heaven, and visit your people in peace. Send forth your Spirit from on high, That their hearts may be lifted up unto you. O Lord, who for our sake was of a virgin born, make holy your people and bless your heritage. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be among you and remain with you forever.